2: This is Rod Peterson On Demand. Bedard versus Brayden. I know that might be a disservice
3: to everybody else on the ice, but that's what I'm going to be hyping up tonight. How
2: about that? Pretty exciting. Both
4: those players... uh... Get lots of ice time. Dave Stritch is not shy about playing the kid. Played him in every position on the power play. Warrior kid's good too. Jagger looked good. Won the game for them
2: in a shootout the other night. And those guys aren't all the focus. There are a lot of good players on both sides. So it should be a fun game tonight. This is the Rod Peterson Show. It absolutely
3: is. Howdy, Canada. Welcome to Canada's daytime sports talk show. It's hour two. And that means this is the second half kickoff. RP here. Moose Dupont there, and the boys running the ship on the other side of this wall. It's a very big day for Moose over here because he could win thousands of dollars, U.S. currency. Do you know how much it is? I don't. (laughs) I don't. I got to go in and... and He's made it to the final of Enterprise Sports March Madness bracket. Some of our viewers down in Philly invited us into this bracket, and I hung in there till last weekend, but I didn't have Baylor making the final. He did, and beating Gonzaga tonight. Yeah which tips off at 9:20 in Indy in Lucas Oil Stadium. Oh my god, what a spectacle it's going to be. Oh, I know. That's tonight 7:20 Mountain Gonzaga versus uh, Baylor Bears and I'll be cheering for Baylor on his behalf. I can't believe that you made it down to two people. What do you know about college basketball? And I had the final, I had Gonzaga against Baylor. <laughs> yes. Like, let's be honest though.
1: Two number 1 seeds I had in the final, real stretch. But hey, I knew this was going I I knew it when I was filling it out. I just knew this. Good for you. I knew nothing. Okay? I'm
3: cheering for Baylor tonight for you. I appreciate that. Go, go Baylor. So that's what's going on there. Um, John Kirby's all over this. John, it's like he's having one of those days. You know what I mean, Clark? John Kirby in Edmonton says, How do you think the Vancouver Canucks situation is going to impact the scheduling playoffs, and what do you think the B.C. Health Authority will do? I'm just going to lay it down for you, John. I, don't, I haven't spent two seconds thinking about what's going to happen with the Vancouver Canucks, playoff scheduling, or what the BC Health Authority is going to do. haven't spent any time on that, and I won't because it's got nothing to do with me. And I'm preparing for a Regina Pats Moose Jaw Warriors hockey game tonight at 4 p.m. Mountain. I guess it's today on Access Now Television. Connor Bedard looking to extend his point streak to 13 games. I don't worry about things that I have no control over or have nothing to do with me. So I can't answer your question. Do you want to help him out? No. I mean, it's tough. Well, when you sit and watch Darren Dreger, yeah. whom I love like a brother, say the NHL doesn't know how they're going to deal with this because I watched SportsCenter this morning. I'm not stupid. I stayed at a Holiday Inn Express last night and watched SportsCenter. Darren says they don't know if they're going to put a buffer at the end of the season. They don't know if they're going to put the playoffs in a bubble in Canada. There's guys that make millions of dollars making these decisions that haven't consulted me. So, why would I put more than two seconds' thought into what they're going to do? We joke, you know, when a
1: problem comes up in, in our lives, it's like, oh, that's future Darren's problem to deal with, right? I mean, I don't have to worry about that right now. Got to worry about getting healthy and doing those things if you're the Vancouver Canucks. If you're going to put the, the playoffs in a bubble, You could potentially put the Canucks in there to finish the season. Um, You also will look at how many games did they miss? Okay, let's say they missed five games. Or let's say they miss six or seven games. Will those six or seven games affect the standings? Are they too far out? Can they actually even get into the playoffs? And those teams they're playing, can it change the playoff picture? If the four teams are set and those Canuck games won't impact the four teams that make the playoffs, you might just chop them off
3: and not play them. You could do that. Could you? You could do that. This is what I enjoy about this show. This was the format we envisioned. Was he and I talking, conversing with you viewers. And by the way, coming up later on this hour, Gino DePauli, the voice of the Okotoks, orders to talk about COVID in Alberta and the BC exit. Hashtag BC exit. But Chris Bird watching in Toronto says, Vancouver can realistically be erased from the schedule. If need be, they are not contenders. But could they? You're kind of saying that. Don't they have, a, they have a spate of games against the Ottawa Senators who are also not contenders? But this happened in the National Football League, if I recall, in that Steelers-Ravens game. And the players on Pittsburgh were pissed. Like, if we don't play the game, we don't get paid. How is it any different in the National Hockey League? They've got sponsors. They've got broadcasts. I don't think you just willy-nilly go and cancel games because of COVID in the National Hockey League. No, they'll do everything in their power to get them in. There are all those things, too. For sure. What? John in Edmonton, thanks, Dupes, for actually answering my question. He didn't! (laughs) He said they might cancel the games. Did you answer the question? He's, He's satisfied. (laughs) You satisfied with a bunch of BS. It was just a lot more delicately than I handled it. Oh, boy. John Burns in Calgary. Seems like a nice guy. Writes in on YouTube TSN and CTV are linked together somehow? Does one own the other? Google it, man. Don't waste our time. (laughs) It's called Bell Media. <clears throat> Anyways, what else do we have here? Well, and people are talking, Somebody's here it is, William May watching, he says, it's hard to get the CFL going when the governments keep locking down everything, so hard for the CFL to tell anyone when or if they're starting. That is the easy way of looking at it, and this is the way I think with the CFL. With the owners, governors, and presidents, they are not stupid people. They're highly intelligent people. We all know that. And I think that they have sat back and all these various scenarios that we've been kicking around for a year is exactly what they've been kicking around. And they probably reached those conclusions before we did. And I think as we sit here on April the 5th, 2021, they're sitting there going, we have been unable to come up with any solution. And the only reason they haven't said that is they don't want to say that. That's my read on it. There's no other, there's no way around this. We can't pay to play out of a bubble. It's an expensive sport to do so. For whatever reason, they haven't been able to raise the money required like other leagues have. So here they sit. That's what I think it is. They do not have an answer. That's what I think. How about you? If they had an answer, I think
1: we would know, right? Exactly. Yeah. And if they were confident about it and excited about it, we would know. Um, I don't think they do. I think they're playing this day by day and trying to understand where it's going to go. But you're right. I don't think there's an answer. I mean, we, we know already the season's not starting. Training camps aren't opening in the middle of May. They're not. There's not enough time. So you're there's already no pushing way. it back. But they don't have an answer as to when they're pushing it back to so they don't come out and say anything. You know? And it's going to be a big news story a week before training camp saying that they're postponed. Well, it, won't, it shouldn't be a shock when that happens, but, you know, very curious to see, well, what are they planning on? Are they already committing to scrapping the summer and moving to Labor Day, or are they starting to move back two weeks at a time, four weeks at a time? I'd like to know that.
3: Expectations versus reality. Metal Shingle Guy writing us on the Prairie Mobile text line at 306 840 8777, Metal Shingle Guy says, just seen Ontario had 6,000 COVID cases over the weekend. What's the chance the CFL has fans? Sorry to be negative, but without any word from the commissioner, it's becoming more likely they're finished. From Metal Shingle Guy. From the 716. You know, Rod and Moose, people need to wake up. The merger of two football leagues will increase talent revenues and huge TV dollars, things the CFL has limited success year in, year out. They don't get full dollar value from television provider. They get lowballed. People, I think, are scared by the letters XFL as it's failed in the past. But remember, they've never had The Rock involved until now. That's why over the weekend I was getting – I did for periods of time turn my phone off because I was – like, it's, it's a month into this, and people are still saying that. They folded twice. It didn't work. The CFL tried America in the 90s. It didn't work. Like, I thought, you can't address a thousand people with the same question time after time after time after time. Right? Let's argue about COVID instead. Like, they're... Most aren't getting it. Which reminds me of the Chris Jones thing. I didn't put it in my Quick 6 Show Topics, but you saw... South Pittsburgh High School football program hiring Chris Jones officially on the weekend, which we knew they were going to do. That was an easy one for me to guess. Who's got a better resume than him? Right. And people are, and again, avalanche of scorn on Twitter. What a mighty step down. Oh, how the mighty have fallen. How long before he's looking for his next job? It disgusts me because that's the thing with haters. There ain't nothing you could do and you've told me that a few times as well, that you're never going to convince these people. You're never, you're going to give them irrefutable evidence that they're wrong and they won't accept it. That's right. So you jerks that are laughing at Chris Jones because he's not in the Canadian Football League anymore, I got news for you. Chris Jones is going to be on the field Wednesday for the Pirates' first practice, okay? Hashtag no gas, all brakes. All break, all gas, no brakes. <laughs> I just changed the hashtag of the South Pittsburgh Pirates. That's hilarious. That's the hashtag for COVID. <laughs> uh. How do we come up with this stuff? Ivan Diablo on YouTube. Haters sure do sound like trumpeteers. From Robin and Prince Albert. Chris Jones has money just going back and doing what he loves. I think that's the whole, there's got to be an acronym. Actually, there is haters having anger towards anyone reaching success. Um, Chris Jones is happier than a lark. I've talked to him regularly. <laughs> right. He called. I know I told you this, but I'll tell you. he called a while back. We were watching Yellowstone. It was a Saturday night. And I paused Yellowstone. My wife was on the couch and I put him on speakerphone. I said, CJ, I got you on speaker. Is that all right? He's like, oh, yeah. But did I tell you, Sydney's eyes got this big. She couldn't understand what he was saying. You think he's got a corn pone accent <laughs> watching him on television. Wait till he gets on the phone. Speaking
1: of Yellowstone, it's like the girl <laughs> they brought into the bunkhouse that so nobody can understand what she's saying. That's Jones. That's Jones. But it, when you understand it, Oh yeah, it's, it's not crystal that. clear.
3: Oh yeah, yeah. She is what's what's he saying? Tell you later. He needs subtitles when he gets back into that southern when where, where when he's home. Yeah. Speaking of Yellowstone, do you have your? I do. You near the, the other room. room? I'll get you it. You should have brought it out here. I'll get it. The brand is produced. What should we say? It's uh, it's done. So if people want to line up and take the DuPont <laughs> Media brand, now's the time. Uh, William May says, Coach Jones is one of the best coaches in the CFL, and one day he will be back from William May. See, that part's true. And by the way, with the Canadian Football League, I think people need to get out of their own headspace they need to get out of their town they need to get out of their country and spend a little time in america because i spend as you all know a lot of time in football hotbeds i.e nevada texas florida the canadian football league has a wonderful brand down there pat mcafee aside state fair football but what if the rock pulled like what fred anderson did the owner of the sacramento gold miners Fred Anderson said this, and I I got this from the Larry Smith interview last week on TSN Montreal. I don't want anything changed in the CFL. I don't want anything changed. Nothing. What if The Rock said that? He's like, I played in the CFL. It's got a great brand in America, which it does. And everybody ran off half-cocked too soon, jumped to conclusions, and The Rock didn't want to change anything. Would it be more palatable to people then? Of course it would be. Now they'd find a way to argue about it. Well, they would.
1: Yeah, but all those revenues should be staying in Canada. Exactly. All those players should be. Exactly. Yeah. That's where it goes. But that'll be the next thing. But that'll be the next thing. And I, and I do think we've jumped off the deep end way too fast. Nobody's talked about getting rid of the Canadian game. Not at well, all. But We just assume that America's just going to take over and that we're just going to capitulate to whatever they want. And nobody said that's going to happen. But our minds just go into this place, well, we got to complain about something or we, we're going to go straight to the negative side of this. And it's just
3: far too premature for that. Randolph Zorro watching. He says, maybe you should post the scores for South Pittsburgh High School on your top six to start the program. Of course, we're going to do that. We're going to be following every game. Hashtag all gas, no Breaks. What a maroon I am. How about that? How about that? Regarding the branding, Jeff Cabellus is watching in Winnipeg. He says, oh, boy, Frenzy gets branded first. He might not feel it. Yeah, no kidding. He's vaccinated. I can tell you that. He's got his first shot. Todd Pinkney, one of our P1, says, how much and how much does it hurt? <laughs> you don't want to know.
1: No, you don't. I burnt myself. I burnt myself cooking on the weekend. Just touched the side of the oven when I was pulling them out. And, like, I was stinging for an hour. I'm like, okay, I couldn't get branded. Like, this is nothing compared to the brand.
3: Last one before we break, because Gino DePauli is ready. Jeff, the Stamps fan says, Rod, you do make good points, but for all your talk against the negative Nellies, tell us how you think this all would work. I have over and over and over again. But I'll do it a little later on in the show. Gino joins us next. We've been trying to get him on for quite some time, so let's not keep him waiting. We'll be right back with the voice of the Tokes Oilers. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus TV across all 10 provinces and 31 states, live daily on YouTube and Facebook, and 24-hour sports talk for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Listen live.
2: Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Oh, yeah. He's back. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show.
3: Welcome back, everybody. Time to talk a little uh, hockey. Somebody wrote in here and said, Oh, hey, Poncho watching on YouTube. Says, Why is everybody mad? I think it's because we're covid out. I'm getting that a lot from people. I'm like, I'm so over COVID. Unfortunately, we're actually not over COVID. But Gino DiPaoli calls Okotoks Oilers games, formerly Whitecourt Wolverines, and in the SJ with Melfort, Humboldt, and Nipowin. Stamps fan too, I understand. Let's bring in Gino today. We've been trying to get a hold of him for a while to talk some Junior A hockey. How you doing, Gino?
4: Doing awesome, Rod. Glad to actually be on the show. Uh, Love what you guys are doing, and it's pretty much I kind of look at what you guys have been doing, kind of what I got into radio and how it started in Saskatchewan. We were covering all the local angles, and the riders were the exception to that rule. The NHL took a back seat, so I'm excited for this for sure.
3: Well, and that's that's the thing. We got a lot to cover with you, Gino, so get comfortable. And uh-huh. I appreciate uh, you coming on today, by the way. Uh, just can we start on that junior A vein? You're, you're situated in Okotoks. What's happening with the AJ season? Are you guys playing? Like, it's a little confusing from province to province. What's the deal?
4: Well, the A.J. is playing. They, they played games this weekend. There has been the odd suspension of play because of COVID cases that have come up or potential COVID cases. So games have been postponed, not canceled. Obviously, the league had released. There was a positive case. They're all split into different cohorts because the league is so stretched out. Uh, you've got one division where Spruce Grove playing. Uh, Fort McMurray, they played yesterday. And then there's one with White Court, Drayton Valley, and Grand Prairie. And there's cases in that one just from the league release. I won't go into detail on that one because I don't know how many, but they have canceled games. And the same is kind of said for uh, – Another cohort between Drumheller and Camrose and Olds, and there was a, a postponement the other day just to gain the, re- the return of a of a, um, of a COVID test. And unfortunately, the cohort that I'm part of, like, well, I'm not in the cohort at all. So let's make that real. I don't get to interact with anybody. Is Okotoks brooks and calgary they're in their own cohort and they've had some postponements and there was cancellations due to uh, you know a, a positive test i won't go into detail i don't know who the player is that's all i can tell you on that front they are playing games and they've did about a three or four week schedule where you played the same teams over and over again in a home-at-home home situation or a day off and that 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 was going to conclude this weekend anyway so the Oilers, unfortunately, with their, the positive test, they're shut down for two weeks, kind of like how the Kelowna Rockets are in the Western Hockey League. They're following the exact same sort of model in that aspect. If there's a positive case, uh, you're shut down completely for 14 days, and, and you just wait. We wait and see, and that's all that really can happen. So I had no games the uh, <laughs> the past weekend, so I had a pretty quiet Easter.
3: Well, uh, happy belated Easter to you, by the way. And I understand it's an Alberta mm-hmm. holiday, so I guess we're still on it. I don't know if you can see comments coming in. Ryan Schweitzer of Swift Current City Council writes in, Gio, Gino, good to see your friendly face in the Daily Scroll. There you go from Schweitzer. Uh, so, Gino, a little bit of news coming up with the BC Hockey mm-hmm. League uh, informing the CJHL that they're, uh, their intentions to break off from the umbrella that governs all of Canadian junior a hockey what do you know about it what's the latest and how's it been received
4: well I I can't speak too much on the BCHL there is always rumors of this and it kind of goes back to when you broke that um, the the Super League talks where there'd be the odd AJ team joining the BCHL to make their own league because you know, for whatever reason, I will confirm with the Tokes Oilers, they have not had any of that. The thing that kind of started this goes way back before even my time in the league where I th- there was talks. And the big key part of that was the price of oil in Alberta. Does everybody remember those days when the price of oil was over a long time ago? A long
3: time ago. yep.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Well, to- that paid for my college tuition every summer working the rigs, right? Working construction. So, and that's not there anymore. So that's kind of the big thing there. There was always talks, and, and talks was in them, and it was only a pipe dream. It was only there was never any formal discussion ever. It was always kind of well, this could work. Like, you always thought about the powerhouses. This is when Grand Prairie was just booming. They, they're they coming around. The storm has done very well getting back to some of their glory days. Fort McMurray is always in the talks, and Brooks how successfully been, and Okotoks was in those conversations too. But nothing has really accumulated. Nobody from the AJHL is at this point going that direction for the BCHL. And it doesn't shock me that BC wants to do their own thing because have they not done their own thing, as far as I can remember, in the junior a they are pretty good at what they do for recruiting they just want to take the next level and because players are going to the ushl or ncaa schools are wanting them to go that route so that's you know a hair on them for that it's a huge hit for recruiting no matter what but as a super league with the aj there's nobody involved in that at this moment anyway and i can and that's from good sources i've got
3: oh interesting well obviously i've heard differently from some of those teams um, one of them saying we're gone and these are the teams that are coming with us. So I guess we'll, we'll see on that. But what, what about, it was a scout, by the way, that told me in the Brand Center last week that the intention is to be a USHL division. Let's just forget about Alberta, that, that the, those BC teams would be a northern division of the US, USHL. Could you see that? And could you speak, by the way, to the perception of USHL hockey as opposed to major junior and junior in Canada or even the NAHL in America?
4: Well, to me, the USHL is just it's a really good junior, it's an elite junior A league like the BCHL or the AJ. They have their own sort of realm that they can kind of recruit from all over is kind of the big thing there. And and so and so can BC and so can Alberta and so can any other team. There is some restrictions on imports obviously still, but it, I don't have the best intel in the USHL, but they can pull from just about anywhere is kind of the big thing. And I think that's the biggest discussion that, well, they're pulling these kids maybe at 16 and waiving that. And some probably, like if you're from Alberta, you can't go to a different province and play until you're 18 you're legal adult there's some of those rules change and I think that's the big thing why the BC wants to get that much better to, to just try and compute the USHL because they could do that
3: wow interesting by the way Robin Wildy with a great question he's a PA guy but he's a huge hockey guy and he says what is the buzz around the AJ with Black Falls coming in and the, I, I would ask the same question Black Falls very active on social media they have a looks like a new facility right What's up with the Black Falls oh, yeah. Bulldog? Are they playing?
4: Nope. They're supposed to play this coming season. That is their inception season. Uh, they they kind of got lucky. They didn't have to go through a pandemic in their first season. Brand new, beautiful facility in Black Folds. Uh They're going to be run by a pretty good guy who knows a lot about, you know, back in the TELUS Cup days. Doug Quinn is going to, you know, he's going to make things interesting. And it's from that move from the Calgary Mustangs, formerly the Calgary Royals from back in the day for those that really want to go into the vault. It just made the South Division so much better. They've recruited some already committed players, some elite players that are going to come in. They're going to be a little bit younger, but we'll see. I I think with Doug's connections with Red Deer in the past and his pipeline of hockey personnel, they're going to be super competitive. And when you have a facility, it's kind of the old saying, if you build it, they will come. It looks immaculate, and I'm looking forward to calling games in Black Falls because I'm tired of the – to be honest, I was tired of the free spot on the bingo card for most nights when it was – playing the Mustangs and the Oilers. It was a, not a fun atmosphere to be of. And you want, you want to earn and get better. And to be honest, there's only three or four teams at any time in the South because you'd have those gimmies. And I don't think it's going to be a give with Black Vaults any night. And that's exactly what this league needs to get more competitive.
3: Awesome chat. Uh, Gino DiPaoli is the voice of the Okotoks orders. Now, to the NHL, just pretend for a second okay. you're, the, you pretend you're the general manager of the Calgary Flames what are you doing right now and for the rest of the year and into the offseason, assuming this doesn't turn around? Well,
4: to just kind of follow up on that one a little bit. I'm not buying. I'm not buying at the deadline. Why would you? I think this is the year if you have to have an off year or be bad when nobody's around and there's not much revenue being made anyway, why wouldn't you potentially blow up the team? I don't... I don't think it'll happen. I just think there will be still some faith in some players. Uh, if you can get something, uh, there was the biggest rumor yesterday that David Riddick was on the trading block, which, okay, cool. That doesn't really bother me. any. he like, he played well last night enough. And the last two games that Calgary played against Edmonton and Toronto, I think they were very winnable games. They just couldn't hit the broadside of the barn and they couldn't, they couldn't score <laughs> plain and simple. And that's what's killed them this year. And, now maybe you're going to start. And if you can sell Johnny Gaudreau, I don't think it's a good idea. I still think I love what he does as a member of the Calgary Flames. But if you're going to get something, I guess, yeah, that's the time to do it. I'd definitely be a seller at the deadline. But it, do you have anything that's that viable to sell that you don't want to keep? Or is everybody off the board or on the, is available? Like even Jacob Markstrom would just sign this deal. Is somebody going to make a pitch? I don't think anybody's going to eat that salary. And that's the biggest problem every general manager from it doesn't matter if you're in junior or not they're going to make you eat something or they'll sit and like okay we'll get them later sort of situation like it's always a buyer's market and a seller's market but there's always guys out there that want to kind of you know they're going to make you sweat a little bit so i don't i don't know what calgary's going to really have they're going to have to Throwing somebody, maybe they don't want to. Maybe I, I don't think Matthew Kachuk is untouchable anymore because he's definitely seen a, a drop, and he's only in year what? This be year one of his third three-year deal. So there's options available for Calgary to go, but. Is it going to fix the problem long term? Your, your drafting has been okay. You have players like Matt Phillips playing the Western League with the Victoria Royals was outstanding and doing well in the A over point per game. Are you going to go into that after the deadline yet? Where if you can move some players, Derek Ryan's available allegedly. So I'm selling. I'm definitely not buying.
3: Uh, Scott on Twitter says, "Yeah, they need a major deal in the sense of trading." Where did it go? Trading Monaghan and Gaudreau and getting some young prospects and picks back. This team has been spinning the hamster wheel for 10 years with a good season here and there, but then right back to average or below average because it looks like they're going to miss the playoffs. Wayne Rosnowski is watching in Lethbridge. He says Junior A Super League talk has been around for years. At one time, it was Dauphin, a few Alberta clubs, Fort Mac, Grand Prairie, BC clubs, similar to the USHL. Well, yeah, that's exactly what I got, too. Right, well, just because it's been around for years doesn't mean it's not going to happen, I guess. At some point, they might jump off the cliff. I guess we'll find out. And last, hey, Crozy's watching. Brandon Crowe, the voice of the Brandon Weekings, writes in. He says, my old roommate loves seeing the Italian stallion on the big screen. There you go, Gino, from the voice of the Brandon Weekings. Yeah. Brandon Crowe. The- hey? Hey?
4: Back in the CJVR days, we stayed in the same house at Ken Singer's house. I think we called it the DePalle Ranch at one point, which was super weird. But <laughs> home,
3: home of the <laughs> Melfort Shuffle. Lastly, Gino, I never really oh, knew you. I never really knew you as a football guy, but are you a Stamps fan? Am I right in that?
4: I, you could call me a Stamps fan. Like it, It's one of those things, and it's hard because I love your guys' chats about the CFL. That's the only way I. Know what's going on in the CFL right now? To be quite honest, is seeing what you guys are talking about. And no, I, I it's interesting. I kind of went on a pivot. I, as a kid, I I didn't really care for the NFL because I didn't know a whole lot about it. I liked the Denver Broncos, and that's because that was the only channel. That was the only team we got back on the farm on Peasant Vision, and that was only during the playoffs. And they won back to back Super Bowls. So I was kind of entrenched with the old school when Henry Burris came back and that sort of era of the Stampeders after the Kevin Federick days, like, let's not remember, let's not bring that one back up. I'm sure you remember it quite well. It's tough because there's a lot of I, the guys that I know that are, are football fans in Calgary, they're diehard McMahon. Like there, there are the diehards of McMahon. They obviously don't compare to, you know, what's happening it with in Regina with the Riders and and with the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. But Some people are absolutely crushed. There may not be football, but I think the sad thing is, I don't think, (laughs) a lot of people aren't going to really care if they don't have football again, which is the sad part about that. But, yeah, like, I... St- I'll always be a Stamps fan first. Uh, people try to convert me to a Ryder fan. When I, I moved here and started, I said, not a chance. I can't do it. I, I just <laughs> couldn't do it. And of course, I was the 13th man incident in the year after. and I was at Daryl Mann's house, uh, the coach look of, of the Melfort Mustangs watching the, the Grey Cup in the rematch against Montreal and I, you know i was sticking it to him and I, I i'm surprised i didn't die to be honest leaving that house but obviously that that's just kind of my sort of set with the stamps that yeah they, they will be my team it'll be sad if this league can't get going in Calgary. i think there's too many people that enjoy the mcmahon experience i always loved the labor day games against edmonton you know i know the banjo bowl and all that is special but and it's, it would always land on my dad's birthday which always was huge and obviously he's he passed away a couple years ago, and that's kind of the one memory I had was watching Stamps Eskimos. So I, I'm i going to miss the Stamps if they don't keep going. So I, I will take whatever comes this way to keep football in Canada. I don't care if it's four downs, five downs, uh fan selection. I don't care. I just want football.
3: Yeah, that's the sense that I'm getting, and that's certainly the way that I feel. But it's unthinkable to think that we might be at the end, but I, I don't, for the time being, see any, see any other way. Gino, thanks for this. Thanks for all of your support of everything that I've done, and, and good luck out there with the season, and let's do it again soon. Stay safe. You too, Rod. Thanks for having me on. Gino DePauli, the voice of the Okotoks Oilers. And before we break... Curling report for Verge Agriculture. An unexpected steal and a force put Canada's Brendan Botcher in the situation he wanted against Switzerland Sunday at the World Men's Curling Championship in Calgary. Tied with Hammer in the extra end, an untimely miss proved costly in his first loss of the competition. Botcher was light on his final draw to give up a steal of two as Peter DeCruz pulled out a 6-4 victory at the Mark McPhail Center. Canada bounced back in the afternoon draw with a 7-6 victory over winless Dutch skip, Jop van Dorp. Italy's Joel Retornes defeated Germany's Sixten Totsek 9-3, and Sweden's Nicholas Eden edged Sergei Glukov of the Russian Curling Federation 8-7 in an extra end. American John Schuster doubled Japan's Utah Matsumura 10-5 in the other early game. Norway 5 and 0 is the only remaining unbeaten team. See that, Dupes? The only unbeaten team, Norway 5 and 0 at the world. Canada, the Russian Curling Federation, Scotland, Switzerland and the US all 4 and 1. Italy and Sweden were 3 and 2 while Denmark and Japan fell to 2 and 3. South Korea 1 and 5, China 0 and 5, Germany 0 5 and the Netherlands 0 6. Round robin play continues through Friday afternoon. Curling Reports brought to you by Verge Agriculture, helping farmers plan and optimize their operations across every field. Try Verge's Precision Farm Tech software for free today at VergeAg.com. We'll be right back. You're watching the RP show on Game Plus TV and 24 hour sports talk for Sud's full service car wash at rodpeterson.com. Listen live.
2: Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson show now you got to subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Laid back and kicking it, let's head back to the studio. Here's Rob. Uh, 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 welcome back, everybody.
3: Moose is disappointing me. You, I haven't taught you very well. I know. Uh, you have. I know. He's got a 50-50 shot of winning... Thousands of dollars U.S. tonight if Baylor yes. beats Gonzaga in the NCAA March Madness final. It's just him and one other guy in the bracket for the Enterprise Sports. It's a show out of Philadelphia, and those guys all watch our show down there, and they invited us into the bracket. And this kid from Winyards, sask apparently a American college hoops f- aficionado. You've made it all the way to the final. And you're sitting here dreaming about how you're going to spend the money when you win it. I know. It's, uh,
1: it's scary. It's not a good... It's scary for you, me. You don't spend the money till the hay's in the bin, right? Uh, till the grain's, grain's in the bin. In the bin. <laughs> yes. Same thing. Oh. Ish.
3: Till the hay's in the barn. You hay's in the barn. That That's too, what yeah. I was
1: thinking. I mixed the two up, right? You don't spend the
3: money till you got it. Yeah. But I still hope you win. I do, too. Do you want to show people this? It's a big day we, here we today. Can. Big day. <laughs> the brand has been built. Where do you want me to put it? Right there. <laughs> <laughs> So we're lining up. I'm the, trying not to look happy. <laughs> right? <laughs> that but is, it's hard. That is the DuPont Media that's brand it. there. We've got two, two people. Give us a maniacal look. <laughs> hey, there you go. Don't smile. Yes, I can't. Look mean. Look mean. There you go. Don't yes. smile. Uh, Anybody's out of line. We've got two people have volunteered to take the brand. I'm not going to name them. You know who they are. Yes. Where are you going to start the fire to heat that thing? I know, right? We got to get the going on your desk again. They actually made that. How, how would anybody else
1: make? My if they bro- wanted a brand made, where would they go? They'd go to my brother. He's, he's a welder. He's really talented, and uh, he put a lot of time into this. So, uh, Although, whoops, he told me last night, he's like, if you start branding people, I want no association to have been the guy who created this. You
3: just outed him. But now it's on record. You just outed him. Yeah. Uh, Interesting. Gino DiPaoli giving us a little bit of a glimpse of what the hockey guys think about football in the CFL. I mean, you were listening from the couch. Did he not say if they die? Oh, well. Yeah. Pretty much. (laughs) And there's a
1: There's a lot of people out there like that.
3: Jeff, the Stamps fan, says, I've seen so many fans go from the Riders to the Stampeders, but none from the Stamps to the Riders. Jeff goes on to say, where is it? Just off the top of my head, I can think of five Rider fans that now don Stamps jerseys. Hey, Jeff, if the CFL dies, who are you going to troll? What are you going to do if this league folds? I'd I'd like to know. Like, a guy like that would be lost. Sports update, three North Division matchups are on the NHL schedule tonight. The Sens look to continue their winning ways in Winnipeg after downing the Canadiens 6-3 over the weekend. Montreal is trying to get back in the win column. They host the Edmonton Oilers, and the Flames and Leafs will meet again in Calgary, where Toronto took a 4-2, uh, 4-2 decision last night. The W.H.L. announced today, Regina Pads forward Connor Bedard has been named the Journey Rewards Player of the Week. Bedard recorded nine points and a plus five rating in four games. Meanwhile, Brandon goalie Ethan Kruger has been named goaltender of the week. The 19-year-old from Sherwood Park went undefeated in three appearances with a one point three a sorry one point three three GAA. Tristan, on the ice, Tristan Nielsen buried the lone goal in the shootout, leading the Vancouver Giants to a 1-0 victory over the Prince George Cougars. Connor Roulette scored the game winner with 13 seconds to go in overtime, and the Thunderbirds completed a comeback to edge the winless Spokane Chiefs. And Ethan Kruger had 22 saves for the Wheat Kings as they topped the Blades 3-1. That win extended Brandon's win streak to six games. Tonight to the Dubhub, 4 p.m. Regina Pats Moose Jaw Warriors. Moose and I will be calling it on Access Now Television. Connor Bedard only has 3 games left with God's team before leaving to join Team Canada. So you got to tune in 8 p.m. tonight it's Brandon against Prince Albert. The Toronto Raptors back in Florida ready to host the Washington Wizards. Toronto's coming off a franchise best 53-point win over Golden State on Friday. How the hell did that happen? I know. You understand? Two years ago, those two teams were in the NBA Finals. And now they're both junk.
1: And the Raptors weren't winning anything and then just wiped the floor.
3: That is unbelievable.
1: With them. It is.
3: There will be a crowd in the stands when the Blue Jays hit the field in Arlington, Texas today. Toronto visiting the Texas Rangers, who will play their first regular season game in front of fans at Globe Life Field. The $1.2 billion ballpark opened last year, but crowds weren't permitted due to the pandemic, even when the stadium held the neutral site World Series. Gonzaga's perfect season is on the line as it goes for the NCAA men's basketball title tonight. The Bulldogs will face Baylor on the championship game. 7.20 p.m. Mountain tip-off. Should the Bears win, Dupes wins thousands of dollars. I'll say it again. And uh, that's all I got. This sports update for Dubnetwork.ca, your number one source for Western Hockey League breaking news and analysis with the best team of writers across Western Canada and the Pacific Northwest. Visit today dubnetwork.ca. And for Ben Cahoon's G2G protein bars, RP show viewers get 20% off with the promo code RP show. Order yours now at G2Gbars.ca. We've got a couple minutes left in this segment. Darren, you've been eyeing the viewer screen incessantly since I was reading that sports update. What are they saying up there? Um, they're wondering about the brand, actually. They're wondering <laughs> if it will go on
1: backwards. No, it should. It looks good to me from my angle, right? That's what you'll see. They have no idea what branding is, do they? No. And uh, our friends, the Great Cup Fun Place, have already put it on Twitter. I couldn't couldn't believe the, that the photo, or they took a screenshot of the show and holy smokes, put it on Twitter. So they're on top of that, which is pretty. Amazing. You
3: know, and it's interesting. By the way, my oldest brother watches this show most days, and my middle brother watches or listens quite often. They can attest to this. Do you know what the brand was for? Cropwell Farms, which was ours growing up, no, you're never going to believe this. Bar two bar. So when we were kids, we had that brand, yeah, and we played with it and stuff. So it looked exactly like that, but it they, was like dash two
1: dash bar they all, two bar. They all do. Yellowstone does. I, I again, I'm watching the episode and. To in season three, and he just literally pins the guy up against the truck, grabs that guy's brand out of the truck, and beats him with it. They all have got every cattle farmer's got one, right? Mm-hmm. That's how you. But do we had farm. one when Bar- the cows get out of the fence or in
3: the pasture and they start wandering. How do you know who they are, right? Uh, from the viewers, Jeff Cabellas in Winnipeg says, "I'll take the brand if you promise not to take me to the train station." We've got three people now. That's got to feel good, eh? How
2: about yeah. that?
3: How about that? J. Rod watching, he says, I'm so glad I can watch the Pats game. LOL, not an eight o'clock start, my bedtime. <laughs> I know, Jay, right? I know. The eight o'clock is late, but I'd rather have that than four o'clock because it kind of muddles up your whole day. We got a break. We'll come back with a full on viewer takeover. You're watching the RP show heading into overtime. It's next on Game Plus TV and RodPeterson.com. Listen live.
2: Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. You got something to say? You want to add to the show? What are you waiting for? Don't just sit there. Say something. Now, back to the studio with Rod. We
3: call a viewer takeover, and that's where we are. Plenty of time for here in overtime. I see there is a war uh, has erupted, a brawl. There's blood spilled in the comments section here. I haven't totally followed what's gone on, and for our people watching on Game Plus, it's the YouTube, Facebook viewers that are going after each other. Randolph Zora says, so much for Alberta hospitality, and that's Jeff the Stamps fan, right? And I will say this. He's right. There's a lot of people that have gone from Rough Riders fans to Calgary Stampeders fans, and he says none go the other way. But let's remember this. A full one-third of Calgary is made up of people from Saskatchewan. You know that. Yeah. So a lot of my relations in Calgary became Stamps fans, but every time the Riders played at McMahon, they'd wear Rider jerseys to the game. They're Stamps fans until Calgary plays Saskatchewan, which is, makes sense, right? That's fair. Yeah. There's a lot of Stampeders fans. Uh, Season ticket holders that won't go to those rider games when they come to town. I, and I know them personally too. Calgary people, right? With no sass They're like, I just don't want to be around. And they sell their tickets because they don't want to be around the rider nation.
1: And I would think that would be very difficult to be in a pro sports market and not be a fan of that team, right? Like to yeah, be, in, be, very be hard. in Seattle and not be a Seahawks fan would be tough. You'd want to be. A fan of the home team, right? So I get why you'd put on a, a Calgary jersey and go to the games and support the team if you're living in Calgary. Right.
3: It would be very hard not to cheer for the local team. Although in Phoenix, nobody really cheers for the Cardinals or the Coyotes. Well, more so the Coyotes. The Cardinals now have a lot of fans. But remember, they were junk for 20 years. Right. And nobody from Phoenix is from Phoenix. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Except for Austin Matthews. Um. I don't know, I don't know what the deal is, like Van Hurst is watching from Kent, Washington. Who is the other viewer checking in here from America? I don't have any idea what is the what is the attraction to this show from the Americans, but I'll take it. And by the way, Mick from Toledo is watching. Yep. ESPN Sports Radio Toledo. He says, the USHL presents itself as a Tier 1 Major Junior League. Kids wanting to go the draft route, go CHL, to go the NCAA route, scholarships, then the USHL is a viable option. Canadian Junior A Hockey is more comparable to the NHA, NAHL that's Tier 2. USA Hockey changed the Junior ABC designations to Tier 1, 2, and 3. That's from Mick in Toledo. Where he follows hockey very closely, and I've been, you know, close to the junior hockey scene my whole life. But I think we can say that it's shifting. Would we, right? We can accurately say it's shifting. It's shifting, and some guys are just trying to put a lasso on it. I know. (laughs) Stop it from going too far. Because wouldn't we all like to just say what we are? We just said we're Canada's daytime sports talk show. Oh wait, it worked. So maybe there is something to it. There is. Kevin from the 905 texts in from KSJ Sports. He says, the lack of communication is so disappointing around the CFL. I personally don't see anything starting until Canada Day at the earliest. And hopefully at that point, the vaccine rollout will be enough to get some fans back in the stadiums. He goes on to say, Canada with a 10-1 win today versus USA in only six ends. I didn't realize it was over already. Kicked his ass, as they say. Metal shingle guy Rod, those same people would complain about winning the lottery because they need to go to Winnipeg to get the check. Who are we talking about? But what what, what? what? I sort of briefly remember the. You know, Cam the people would po- complain about anything. The haters. Oh it was, no, that was from right. a while back. I said if while the Rock back. came in and said let's merge and let's keep it the Canadian Football yes. League, keep it three downs, don't change a thing. People would still complain. Okay, that's what metal shingle guy was say. Complain
1: about winning the lottery because they got to drive to Winnipeg to get the check. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Uh Uh-oh. Nelson, what are we talking about here? Nelson says, RP's response to this should be good. Response to what? I got a guy. To what? I got a guy, and you know who he is. He DM'd me here during the show, and he said, Rod, call me this afternoon. I'm going to give you the background on this CFL-XFL thing. So I'll know a heck of a lot more by tomorrow. Or shoot, maybe by the time I see you at 4 o'clock. I hope so. For the hockey game. Oh. <laughs> Have I ever heard of the Seattle Thunderbirds? Is that, 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 he's waiting to see my response. What do you say to that? That's that whole thing where, where people think of me as the 20-year Canadian Football League guy and don't realize I was in the Western Hockey League for 17 years. Of course, I know what this. What? I guess you got edgy, but it's all these new viewers, right? You can't get mad. That's right. They, all, they to, all
1: need to get educated. You
3: just have to continually educate them. It's like the people that think your brand was built backwards. Yes. And you were getting
1: frustrated at that. Yes, yes.
3: I built it backwards.
1: You know, I spent all this time only to build it backwards. Reminds me of the
3: movie City Slickers. Curly. When he goes, City <laughs> yeah. people. I want <laughs> you know to watch I mean? that movie again. <laughs> so good. So good. I'm on vacation. <laughs> I think about that all the time. And that's another thing that I don't miss. When I was the voice of the riders, I'm trying to have a damn holiday, and you can't. You're just locked to your handcuff, to your damn phone, because of something that might break. Don't miss it. That's just the way that it is. I know. And 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 you thought it was a pain, and then you realize, you know, the fact that people cared so much was a good thing, and you thought it was a pain in the ass. Yeah.
1: I know. And if you're really, really... And I don't want to say lucky because it means your hockey season ended before a Memorial Cup. You might have got a holiday from mid-April till mid-May. That was it.
3: From John Schmeiser in Kansas City. Oh, the suspense. Can't wait to hear the CFL XFL insider information. That's tomorrow. We'll see you 4 for Pats and Warriors. Dustin Ford to the Hurricanes with us here on Game Plus. I don't know. This is not an online therapy session whatsoever.
2: For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com.